You're listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author Sarah Box, where you get the inside scoop on the steps action takers and decision makers take to align their purpose to their principles and achieve their goals in business and life. We focus on the mantra, no labels, no limits, no excuses. Each week, you'll hear from remarkable guests who have overcome challenges and obstacles to succeed in the face of adversity. By listening to their stories, you'll get practical tips, tools, and resources you can implement today to bust through your own internalized prisons of worry and doubt. And now, without further ado, please welcome your commanding coach with plenty of chutzpah and heart, Sarah Box. Hey there, No Labels, No Limits podcast listeners. I want to thank you for joining us on this episode of the No Labels, No Limits podcast. As you know, it's a podcast all about shedding our limiting labels and beliefs so that we can all shine our light just a bit brighter in the world. And I've told you this before, and I'm going to keep saying it. I believe without a doubt we are each capable of so much more than we imagine. And when we clarify, align, and declare our intentions for good, we can create a positive ripple effect that just spreads so far and wide. So if you're someone who feels spirit-led, you have an undeniable pull to be a light in the world and make a difference, I'm inviting you to stay connected with us through our website, through this podcast, and to share it with others who want to have that kind of impact. And that's really what our guest today is all about. Our guest's name is Desiree Calvin Lawrence, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about him before I bring him on so he can tell you about himself. Desiree helps leaders, young entrepreneurs, women, and those students on a mission to pursue their highest purpose through well-researched discoveries and original ideas. And I have some questions for him about that. I was thinking about him as I read through his biographical material and hopped on his music website and, and just kind of bounced around. And there's a lot to bounce around um, that he's kind of a renaissance man. He's super multifaceted and multi-talented. For instance, he's a versatile speaker. He's a creative art artist. He's an author, and he's an entrepreneur with a variety of businesses and startups to his name already. And a couple of those, I won't go through the whole list because it's long, but a couple of them are VoltSite, which is a full business solutions company. So he works with folks everything from mathematics. Um, from, you know, by using mathematical deductions, he goes any part, okay, he goes from any part of the business, from the early parts of naming and orienting and aligning to anything then to make that business customer ready. He also has a business called Desirel Expression, which is a crafted gift company that puts together special words for all occasions, which appeals to me because sometimes those special occasions, they just need a few of the right words. And he's an expert branding person that helps organizations and businesses secure the names that are guaranteed to deliver success. Again, based on his mathematical deductions of archived history. So that's a lot, but that's not all. In addition, he is a concept car designer. He has a car designed. It's not released yet. It's not built, um, but he's got all that done. And for fun, he produces music and he has his own music station and brand, which um, I'm going to ask him some music questions because I found his music 
really interesting and i can't just label it with a type of music so now let's let's move beyond the introduction and actually welcome our guest today desrael calvin lawrence hi desrael how you doing today, Matters? Oh, Sarah, you just oh, you over you overinflated my ego. You know, I need to I need to go pop it up right now, just deflate it properly. But uh, <laughs> hey, all true. Thanks. That Thanks. was all true, right? Yes, it's not like true. I made it up. Yes, yes, that is true. That is but true. I did have yes. fun. I I really had fun checking out what you've been up to, and yeah. um, because my brain doesn't work that way, like it. I just so I admire that when I see it in other people. I'm going, wow, that's really cool. Oh, that's really cool. And I'm sure there's linkages between all that, like your mathematical ability, your engineering design ability. I know that our brain wiring shows that oftentimes people who are musical are often also very mathematical or creative. So I'm not surprised by it. It's just fun to read it and see the different ways you've applied it. But as most of our listeners know, my kickoff question is one about you personally, and that is, how do you stay connected and committed to your own vision and your own personal higher calling? You know, for a while, um, it's a very interesting question. For a while, I, I jumped from one place to the other trying to figure out how to really hone down my skills and my purpose in life. And went to college, spent so much time just going through so much information, trying to assimilate as much as I could. But I think the the true the true purpose of my life started having significance when I began making consistent prayers to the source. I don't I don't even, I don't even call it like a regular kind of prayer but it's something i do every morning i've not done it this morning so it's good that you asked me this question because then i have to do it i have to do it right after this meeting but um i i go into a state of meditation there is quiet and i outline the same intent that i've had and i've been doing for the past five years if not more and every day I say just this few words to myself in the quiet space of my mind. And I, 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 I talk to the spirit. I say, spirit, this is what I want to do. I want you to help me do these things. And I want you to help those individuals that are looking for the same thing, do those things as well. And just make sure that any obstacle from me don't do the right things. I'm not, um, do not, do not continue in my life, but they completely removed so I can actually fulfill this purpose in my life. And I say this every day, and I've done this for close to five years. So I do this every day, and it kind of centers me because it gives me a sense of direction. It gives me a sense of what I really want to do. It kind of, it kind of cements in place what my because I'm outlining all this at the end of the day, we're all interconnected. It's that spirit line that flows through everybody, regardless of ethnicity, trade, religion, creed, belief, whatever. That spirit line that flows through everyone allows us all to connect. And if I can tap into that source and do something 
that uplifts uplifts everyone that taps into that space, then that's that's going to be my greatest calling. And then as just a follow-up to that, once you've done that and you've had your quiet meditative prayer time, do you just go on about your day? Yes, I I, I believe at that point in time, um, anything you actually do is going to be orchestrated by the Spirit, regardless of how you choose to do it or not. It's going to be orchestrated by the spirit. You might choose to say, I am going to eat a whole bag of potato chips right now. And right when you choose to do that potato chip, somebody knocks on the door and says, hey, please, I need your help. And you're like, wait a minute, I need it. No, you can't eat your potato chips. We need to go now. And you drop your potato chips. That's the spirit. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I'm thinking how true that is. And then you come back and you go, why are those potato chips sitting there? I don't need those, right? And you put them away. The moment has passed. The spirit has intervened and you have been schooled. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. you know, in your background information, you talk about having lived through a lot of trauma as a young yeah. person. And yeah. that really um, kind of led you even down a dark road where you could have lost your life. And I'm wondering if you could share a bit of your story with us. Well, um, probably the biggest challenge I had growing up was losing my dad, all right? And even at a young age, he had impacted all, it, it inspired all my gifts in life in such a way that it lives, it lives with me till this, till this day, actually. Uh, never limited me in what was off limits, never limited. He always guided my curiosity and in a very healthy way so that I could appreciate the key meanings of life. And what happened was when he passed away, all I had from him was this gift of math and sciences and the, and the, and the ability to be curious. And so I took that and I was overseas back then. And when I got here to the United States, I wanted to make sense of this world over here. I was born in the United States. I was born in Brooklyn, but we lived overseas. And so when he passed away, I decided, all right, it's time to come over here and just continue my life. And I was young but I needed to make sense of my life. And I didn't have all the proper footings to get it done. And during those periods, I went into a very serious kind of meditation. And uh, during that meditation period, I opened up, I probably opened up some shackles, whatever happened. And so I started getting like very big bouts of energy that I could not control. And after a while I got labeled, I, I got diagnosed with the bipolar. Um, but I never, it, it never stayed too long. It, it just faded within like a couple of weeks and it was gone. But it was like this bout of energy that I had that I could not control. And so, the, the, the forest between, before that takes place is always very life-threatening for me. And especially when that energy takes hold, it's like, it's like, it's a do-or-die situation, you know? And um, I managed to put it under control. I've, I've put it on control for over, over 15 years now. But um, 
but that was what that's what sparked those experiences and um and eventually i realized that this was something that i had to maintain my 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 mental health in that direction for a long time um, because the bipolar situation is usually nobody really nobody really knows what it is until the person starts going into deep thinking patterns that don't make don't don't correlate with the realities and it's so deep and you just you lose your own foundation in the real world and even in that state of mind you are making sense of everything you're doing so there is it's like you're going into different steps behind uh layers of understanding that you have you can you can pinpoint an understanding and say this is accurate, but it doesn't make sense in the real world. And I hated to be in that position. After a while, I realized that this is not where I want to be. So, um, but I, everything I've controlled it for years now, and I've managed to use that and channel that energy in very constructive ways to my gifts and to my talents. And um, allowed me to come up with quite a number of companies, like I said, I, I I get into that energy of music and I, I, I pretty much create anything, even classical. I could create classical. Even right now, I can create classical for you. And that is even right off the fly. And it's that crazy. Um, and so um, it, it's 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 been something I it has its mixed blessings and um, but I've been able to appreciate the better blessings nowadays. Yeah. Does that feel lonely? Oh yeah, I, I I get to be, you know, I, I tell myself, you know, if I if I didn't have my gifts, I'll be the loneliest person in the world. Um, but my gifts keep me company on so many levels. And I I love people. I I mean, I I'm, anybody that meets me just wants to hang out with me. But it's but but I love my space, I love my little peace of mind. And if I had no gifts, I would be very, very lonely. Very Let's talk about yes. your gifts. How did those gifts actually help you find your place? Because right now your big focus is on inspiring massive change in the world, right? So yes. from being very interior and seeing things behind, right, that you're saying that normally you wouldn't necessarily see and then to recognizing your gifts, how yeah. did that translate to who and where you are today that you just want to inspire this massive change and working with the folks that I read about in the intro? Yes. Um, so I, I realized that um, to inspire change, you have to be open to, to meeting people. Um, and I realized that in my line of work, I do meet people from time to time maybe to my friends through the things i do for them they, they connect me with other people who need my help but i've been able to use these ideas like i was trying to, i was just talking to someone long long ago i said um i have i've been trying to get on tedx for a while and um i'm trying to explain to them that this global situation we have with the global warming that is creating all these catastrophic uh, climatic conditions can be can be redacted. And I have a blueprint to do this. And I, I literally 
I've literally mapped out an idea that is, is very doable and I'm very positive can change the direction of the earth in a very powerful way. I am so, so positive about this. Um, I, I, I talked about the, the reconstructing the ice poles on the polar ice caps, um, talked about um, the tree engineering uh, as one of them, talked about um, the aspect of carbon, um, carbon uh, is it lithium hydroxide being mixed with the uh, carbon, uh, carbon dioxide in the air in such a way that it molecules that end up being helpful to the earth as opposed to negative on the earth and just removing the carbon dioxide emission completely. But uh, I mapped out this plan completely and I know it is so doable. But you need a voice. You need somebody who's willing to listen to you and say, hey, listen, let's hear what, let's hear this stupid idea. That's what we think. Let's just hear this stupid idea you have and let's see if it works. We don't have to wait till it's a, it's a life-threatening situation where Think about COVID where it's nearly eradicated so many people and then we're trying to find a quick solution, a quick fix. And then it's not really working because we're in a desperate position. Why can't we do something now with global warming that it's, we're not in a desperate situation, it's going towards that place, but we've not got to a place where when you walk out of the, walk out of the house, you're breathing in fumes. You know, we've not reached that part yet. Why can't we do something now? You know, I don't know why we wait. I really don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, but that is that is just one of those few things. But I've used that idea of, um, of, of, of I've, met, I've met a lot of individuals that have helped um, just to hone in their skills and use their abilities to do something very positive in the world. What I'm trying to do with another company of mine is employ as many photographers as possible. I mean, I can literally employ as many as 200 photographers in any given day if that company steps up and I have a list of photographers already that I will be able to employ under 1099s and they can go out and make someone's day so special. But that's one of my companies called Mad Glare. And so, yeah, I, I do quite a number of things, but I, I realized this is a way of, this is just a way of me bringing people out of the shell and doing something with their gifts that normally would have lied dormant if nobody, you know, you know, came Nobody into... kind of invited them out. <laughs> exactly. so, think about it. A lot of times yes. people don't recognize their own gifts, you know, yeah. because for them, that's just, how they are and how they show up right it's like yeah so if someone said well you're so amazing and for you that's normal and you're going i don't know what you're talking about this is mm. just who i am right mm. we don't wow. often see that what we consider normal for us or routine isn't for somebody else right and that exactly exactly something that by the way you show up and i'm convinced that something you say today Desirel is going to spark something in somebody else who I will likely never meet. They may mm. reach out to you. They may not, but they may say, oh, I mm. totally get that. And I'm mm. going to do something with it. So the mere fact okay. that um, you're helping to unleash that kind of creativity and um, willingness to think differently is a powerful force. Mm. So, but I want to back you up a minute. So yes. I want you to tell me 
how are you dealing with the barrier so far that you've experienced wanting to be a TEDx speaker? Because I know there are people <laughs> listening to this who also want to do that. I also know yeah. someone who used to help people get ready for TEDx. So, wow. um, and I'm happy to connect you with her on the back end. But okay. tell me when you get, when you hit those roadblocks though, because yeah. those you just you described a number of roadblocks. So when you yeah. hit those roadblocks um, or obstacles, how do you navigate those so that you don't just give up and throw in the towel? I I I've always I've always had this uncanny ability of holding onto things that I believe are important, and I believe that should translate into anything that is specifically crucial in your life that you want to see to the end. Um, if something is important to you, it never really leaves you. I don't care what it is. It could be a relationship. It could be anything. It could be the love of a, of a, of a, of a sport. It could be anything. You might think you've given up soccer that you love playing, but immediately your kid starts playing soccer you want to play with him and you just get that love all over again and it's like you're crazy about it and um these things happen but it goes with everything in life you know if something is so important to you you never give up on it you might you might leave it in your box in that little toolbox of yours they say all right these are things i need to do and one day it comes back up so let me give you an example i i started desert expression a couple of, I, I just, I started it. I really started it in 2002, thereabouts. I wrote all these gift cards and I was like, wow, I'm going to start this gift card company and I'm going to do this. 2002, I got all these boxes and everything with all this information, papers that printed out and I was going to go out there and I never did anything with it. And not until about two years ago, I walked into my mom's house and she said, hey, uh, Desiree, um, you happen to have a box that you kept in here. It's been here for a while, you know? Do you want to take all your things out of this house and just do something with them? Because I want to get rid of this space. I want to do something with this space. And I was like, okay, mom, let me see what I have so I, I went in there and I, I'm looking through this box and I'm, and here it is, this, this, this interesting gift I had not long ago. And, uh, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, wow, I was just looking into an idea that I could take, take to a different level. And this is just the best idea. And so even I was thinking of creating cards and all that, by the time I got to the idea this time around, I'd morphed it completely. Now I was thinking of doing something even more powerful. By this time, I've become so proficient in designing sites and everything that I just designed the site within like two, three days. Created DesiraleExpression.com and um, have the whole system set up so that I can create words for special occasions. And I crafted on glass so that it is very beautiful or, or any... Um, framework that you need and I send it off to your loved ones and that was done within three days but think about holding on to your gifts and never giving up because some people are like oh yeah I don't I don't need that I, I'm done with it I, I want to do that but just throw it away don't throw it away 
If it's something special that you invested time in, don't throw it away. Leave it because it is growing. That tree is growing. And when soon enough you'll be able to really plant it somewhere that makes it grow fruits, you know. But take it. You're just going to transplant it somewhere else. And it's it's going to be a beautiful um, story after that, you know. The other thing that you just described doing, which I think is powerful, is you let go of what you thought it had to be in 2002 and let it grow into what it needed to be now, right? Exactly. Times are different. You didn't say, no, this has to be a cards and this and that, yes. right? You saw it different and it, it fit into our world today and the ability for you, and I'm going to use different language, but as an, a yeah. third party provider, right? For me to be able to say, hey, this really special thing, could you do this for me? Um, mm. And that's a lot of how we operate today. And we were not operating that way in 2002. That's so true. That is so, so true. The yeah. timing, you know, but I'm also going to back to how you start your morning, right? Where you're saying, yes, you just keep it, your intention clear, what you want. You ask for guidance for roadblocks to be removed, and then you go about your day, trusting that that will occur as it needs to. And so it also sounds like where you never lose um, focus of what's important, you also don't lose faith. No, I don't. No, I don't lose faith. <laughs> I have no choice. I cannot lose faith. You um, could. Uh, honestly, people can choose to get so like so defeatist, like, oh, that'll yes. never work for me, or it only works for Desirel, it won't work for me. Because I listen to that, right? Yeah. You it's a choice. You consciously, yeah. intentionally make a choice every day to go a certain yes. path. And yes, I believe we all have to do that because it's easy. It's super easy, especially if you get distracted by all the negativity, to go. Yes. There, there's just nothing good or mm, I'm, mm, I'm just one mm, person among all mm. of this noise, right? Mm. So I think what that some of the powerful takeaway from you is that even though you've had those kind of moments where you like roadblocks get put up in front of you, you stay, you keep walking with intention toward what matters to you. And even though it might look different now, today, you still own it and love it. Yes. Is that exactly. accurate? That is so accurate, ma'am. Okay. That is so accurate. Yes. Okay. Yes, so is. now let's pretend um, I'm a new client for you. I come to you. Okay. You don't know anything about me. I don't have a web presence, so you can't research me, right? But I'm brand new, but I have an idea. So okay. tell me, how would where would we start? What would you have me do or think about? What would be our few the first few steps we would do together? Well. Very interesting you say that. Um, first of all, I want you to know what you're getting into. What is your idea? And let's say it is it is baking cookies. That's just as Ooh, yeah. baking cookies. Okay. <laughs> Can right, it be so, chocolate right. chip, please? <laughs> so oh, right like, for the okay. weakness. It's not potato <laughs> chips, it's chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> So it's How chocolate chip you? cookies. It's chocolate chip cookies. Okay, let's, let's it. say it's chocolate chip cookies. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it from the fly, like I've never done this before. Perfect. All right. So, like, so I'm like, okay. So you want to do chocolate chip cookies? All right. Um, 
How many people in your area do chocolate chip cookies? Oh, there's a lot of people that do chocolate chip cookies. Okay, good. We have this understanding that about 10 competitors that do chocolate chocolate chip cookies in the area. Okay, tongue, tongue twister. But 10 people that do chocolate chips cookie in your block. All right, so you're like, okay, but I want to be able to be successful with this. So, okay, let's start. What are you going to do with your chocolate chip cookies that will be different? Are you going to add a spice of cinnamon? Are you going to add something that is going to be different? And when you even do that, it cannot be like the round chocolate chip cookies. Yours has to be very different. Yours has to be triangle. Or yours has to be um, um, circle with three ears coming out of all the sides or a little, it has to be like a little dangling coming out at the tips of the, of, the, of the chocolate chip cookies. So now you have a different chocolate chip cookies. Now we go a step further. How about if those little dangling on the side of your chocolate chip cookies had different kinds of taste, um, taste cookies at the, at the end, maybe strawberry, all this stuff at the ends of it. Now you're creating something completely novel with your chocolate chip cookies. So they can tip the little bit. Maybe it's it's peppermint on one side, it's this on one side, but all these little tips at the side of your chocolate chip cookies is like, just everybody just wants this chocolate chip cookie because it gives them an eclectic level of taste and um, play with their palates. So we take it there, we're like, okay, we've come down to what the chocolate chip cookie looks like. So how about, we start the company itself. Let's let's we understand we had the baking. We have we have all the system in place to bake these cookies. What are you gonna name your company? And I'm like, all right, listen, we're not gonna name your company any regular old name. You're not just gonna pull out Cookie Mama because I'm gonna make sure Cookie Mama makes sense to you and it's it's gonna be successful. So I'm I'm gonna say, listen. It doesn't even have to be anything called cookie. We could name it something completely different, but we are guaranteed that that name, we, we assure that when you use this name, that name will be a success. So I take that name, I break it down, I created something that is going to be successful and it's tailored to you. And we make that company, we give it a name. And then I incorporate it. I get your get your bank get your bank account settled, everything settled. Then we now go to your website. We do all the branding related to your website. And, and I'm talking, I'm not saying regular website. I'm not just I'm not just saying throw up a website on a cookie with a cookie dough. I'm saying create a website that people are gonna be like, what in the world is this? And that's the kind of websites my company does. And we sit down, we create that, and then we start going to your marketing. And we go to the marketing, we do all that. Um, so you basically and, and get all my systems. Say it again, man. So you basically help me get all my systems in place. I get all your systems in place and I flesh out your ideas so that it's very competitive, very competitive that the, the next competitor or the best competitor will see you as a threat. Pretty much. They were like, this guy, um, he just came up with something that none of us have thought of. Why? 
what is going on ahead? They, you know, you become a, a strong contender in the market. And that's really, that's really how I, I usually like working with my clients so that okay. they that have a way of setting their mark. Yeah. Yeah. So you help the person get clear about what their intent is. Yes. Then find out how it's unique from their market or their competitors, whoever those are, yes. whether it's local or global. Um, yeah. And then help do the back end systems so that they can be successful and yes. then get them ready to go. And then do you stay with them a bit until they're going out strong? Well, the, the beautiful thing is I stay with them for the long term. You know, they can always get in their call. They can be like, Desiree, listen, um, what do you think of this? But that is not until I've given them all the tools to actually do it on their own. Right. Um, even if I have to teach them ways on which to delegate things and make things more, more user-friendly for the whole process, I, I create all the processes in place so that they are, they are self-sufficient, they're self, they're self, uh, self self-automated in a sense, in a way they can just do things without the need of too much help. And when the help doesn't does arise, they can always give me a call and I look forward to helping them, you know, iron out any kinks in the road and uh, get them back on track. Okay, so you're working with them to help them be kind of independent, get going on their own, not have to depend on other people right away. Do yeah. you find at the point at which they've scaled and have grown to a point where it's no longer efficient for them to be the person, right? Do you find yeah. any resistance from folks, founders and startup folks to bringing other people on? Or are they already by that point, they're going, oh my God, yes, give me help. Oh, no, well, so th that always happens. Um, usually when, when individuals scale, they, they run into the roadblock of trying to do everything you know, and trying to manage all their tasks and never really, never really comes true properly because uh, you're just one man, you don't have, you don't have 50 hands, you know, and they, you know, the funny thing is it comes to a point where you have an individual that wants to do the job of 50 guys. And, uh, and by the time he's done, he's like screaming, let me go, let me sell this company. I don't want to do this anymore. This is crazy. He's fighting with his wife. He's, he's like, he doesn't have time for anybody. It's like every little thing is triggers and uh, a very un uncomfortable emotion. And it, it's all about understanding how to, you know, delegate, um, pretty much automate things that you normally wouldn't um you you wouldn't need to do if you just knew the system was available to do if you understood that certain things were available and you could use them and they could help your day walk you know, help the process move much much quicker much faster and without stress then you would do it and this is this is this is where it comes down to information most people don't understand that your greatest in investment in life is 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 in information that's your greatest investment in life uh and being able to utilize that information that's the second part but just that information and utilizing that information is is there's such crucial elements of whatever you do that um you have to find it you have to invest in it i don't care how expensive it is if it promises to to create a great return on investments if you put you put your heart to it 
do it. Don't say, well, it's too much money. I don't think I have time for this information. I don't read a lot. You don't read a lot. Pick up a video and watch. Do something. But get that information because it is crucial. And we live in a world of information where you have information at, at your fingertips. Then search for it and find it. But don't do it yourself and don't rely on your own knowledge. And that is, um, I could tell you, you know, it's strange how somebody would tell you, um, Desiree, um, so what is, what is the weather today? I'm like, the weather? I'm not, and then I asked, I said, am I Google? What's your problem? Why can't you just go to Google and find the weather? You know, but the information is so available. Go find it and use it. Because you'll be surprised how well it serves your purpose, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's crucial. That's so funny. That's one of the things my dad, and this was many, many years ago when I was in high school, and um, I'm taking a class and I come, I'm all excited, right, about what this teacher said. And my yeah. dad just, he, I thought he'd be excited because it was a topic he was interested in. And um, yeah, he said, okay, <laughs> I just, I got to stop you right there. Because I thought this teacher was like, oh, he's the best. And he was a really good teacher because he kept us engaged. He said, yeah. his job is not to tell you what, his job is to teach you how to find information and how to make sense of information. Because wow. what he taught you was his interpretation of the information. Hmm. And, hmm. and, and it made me mad because I'm a teenager and I was all excited. <laughs> and I have to, I have to own it. I was a little bit mad thinking, well, that's the, what the heck? You just rained on my parade. But I realized much like you're saying, right? Having information, knowing how to understand it or put it together or having people who have the information you need is a game changer, right? Because there is so much out there. And I'm not going to spend a whole bunch of time getting an almanac out to look at something that I can say, Google, Alexa, pick up my phone. What's the temperature right now? Or what's the air quality index, you know? And um, But the key is knowing what what information you need and what will overwhelm you because it's super easy to get overwhelmed or use information and learning as a delaying tactic sometimes like well i'll start when i know more and sometimes when you're innovating you never know more you just have to know enough to start do you think that's so oh that is so true that is so true as a matter of fact i've spent so much money trying to access certain information and at the end of the day what i get out of it it's not even related to it. It's something, compl- I, I get something out of it that is so powerful that I'm like, wow, this is what I can apply to what really matters to my life. Right. And it's, it's really it has nothing to do with what they're talking or what they're selling. But I, I've managed to, but. But you're making connections. Yes, I'm making connections. Yeah. Yes, I am. I know. So learning and being curious. Yes. And that was something you said at the top of our interview. You said, that you, when you left and after your dad passed away, you were left with math, science, and curiosity, and that you pulled those together. That's a powerful combination. Hmm. And curiosity, I would say, is one of the best drivers. I want to just shift briefly and talk about music and the role that music plays in your life, and specifically Reverb Nation. Oh, okay. Okay, are you good with that for a few minutes? Because it was, from what I read about you and even looking at your websites, what I experienced on your music site on Reverb Nation 
was a total, it wasn't like unrelated to you, but it was just deeper in a different way. And so can you talk a little bit about music and the meaning it has for you? Music is an escape for me. It's a complete escape. Um, I, I remember, I, I, I used to watch so many music videos growing up as a kid and it didn't matter what genre it was. I watched so many of them. And then one day I just woke up and I said, wait a minute, how do these people do this? It was just a light bulb moment. I'm like, wait a minute. I talk all the day, all, all the time, but I never sit down and start blowing out music from my mouth. How did it do this? And so that, that, that little curiosity just got me. I, I, I was probably around 15 or something then. And I was like, wait a minute, I, can I create music? Can I come up with my own music? By that time I'd already, I'd gone to music school. I'd done, I'd try to play the piano just for the fun of it. But I was like, how do people come up with musical harmonies? That sounds so good. And we want to dance to. So I remember listening to Endless Love or something like that. And I was like, wow, what a beautiful song. My Endless Love. You remember that? Of course. And, I, uh, and I'm like, wait a minute. How did they come up with these things? So that's how I started. I started trying to figure out how they create this music. And, you know, I, 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 grew, up, I grew up in that environment, just trying to do that, trying to create. And I, I started creating music. And when I started, when I started music, man, I fell into a trance because there was a time I wanted to create music so bad and it didn't work out. And I fell into a trance. And the most amazing voices, I'm talking in a trance, were playing right in my, right in my environment. They were playing the most harmonious tunes. And I, I was listening for a while and I'm like, what in the world? And then I woke, I, I kind of, I tapped out of the, the, the stupor and I was like, what is this? And I went back on the bed and I said, Oh, only if I could hear this again. And I heard it again in a different way. And I'm, at that point, to tell you the fact, for days, for months, I kept hearing music in my sleep. Even to the day, I hear music in my sleep. You know, just music playing, just, just like that. And it's, it's always been a part of me somehow. I kind of I tap into it somehow. And... Um, if you give me a beat, I come up with music and lyrics instantly, instantly. Not even, I come up with everything that goes with that track right away, just right away. It's, it's I don't even think too, too long before I come up with a melody for it. It's kind of strange, but uh, but that is something I do for fun. It's, it's not something I have invested too much of my time into, but I love it. Well, it's always good to have something to do for fun. And it sounds yeah. like, Fun is a good bookend since you've got everything else going on, which is very brain oriented, mathematical, analytical, yes. all that. Um, so you got to have some fun, Desrel. Yes, I do. I do. I do. 
So yes. I've got two questions for you. This is our yes. last two questions for the day. Okay. Um, one is, who inspires you today? Wow, that's a very, very good question. Um, hmm. You know, I, I draw inspiration, I draw inspiration from, from society and the good that happens around me in society. You know, I, I, and I, I, I believe it is, it is just like I finished sitting down with, sitting down with you right now. You are that inspiration. The people I meet that impact something in my life are my inspirations. Um, and it doesn't matter where they're from. It doesn't matter what walk of life they're from. It doesn't matter the status they are. But if they, if they have something to impart that makes sense to me, they inspire me in that same guise. Uh, and um, kids inspire me above anything else. I think um, if, if, if I had my way, I, I'm, I'm pretty much... You know, I, I'm pretty much in my old. I'm 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 in my in my my mid forties now, and uh, I don't have a kid yet. Even though it's been something I've always thought about, but I I told myself, you know, if I have to do it, I'm gonna adopt as many kids as I possibly can. If I if I put myself in a position of financial stability to where I want, I'm just gonna adopt as many kids and show them the way. Uh, but um, kids inspire me. You know, I believe um, it's something about kids, the innocence, that sometimes is not protected long enough before society um, erodes their self-confidence, erodes their self-esteem, makes them, makes them think in one way and not think outside the box and not think creatively. And, you know, if, if I did have my way, I will, I will have... I have a I have a school for kids, a foundation for kids where they can actually explore their creativity, not in a not in a quarrelsome way, but in a very healthy and uplifting way. Beautiful. And that, yes. Yes. Beautiful. Okay, and yes. the last question is: Where do you recommend people find you um, on the internet? on the interwebs what's the best place to track you down and communicate with you well the, the, I, I was thinking about this for a while and i was like you know i have so many websites and all that and i said why not let me put all this in one system under my desert of speaking because i want to be in a position where i do speak i really want to speak on tedx i don't i don't know what it is but i believe that, that a lot of people need to understand how to change the global situation with climate so I decided I was just going to put everything on my speaker page. So if you go to desirel.live, desirel.live, you get to see every, most of the things I do. Not everything, but most of the things I do. And um, from my entertainment company to my business solutions company to my Desiree Expressions to my book, I didn't say I wrote a book. I wrote two books, actually. Um, one called The Power of Paradise and one called The Wiz Diary. So all that you can find on desiree.live and hopefully be inspired. 
Well, we'll put that in the show notes for anybody who's listening. That's where you can find it. And also your other um, other offshoot ones in case someone says, well, I'm only an Instagram person. We'll put that there too. But we'll start okay. with Desirel.live um, so that yes. people can find all the multifaceted aspects of what you're doing. I want to just thank you for taking time to spend your day, part of your day with me and with our podcast guest listeners. And as you know, when we first were doing sound check and talking, I've been looking forward to our conversation and I so appreciate yeah. having you on this thank podcast. You. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you so much. It's, it's been an honor. I, I mean, it's life changing. Like I said, you have a phenomenal show. Uh, I, you, do a, you do a phenomenal job. You have a phenomenal management. I spoke to Summers. Summers just perfect. So I, you guys are great. You do a great job. And, I, and I'm sure you, I mean, they say they say um, birds flock alike. I'm sure the people who listen to your podcast are just as beautiful. You know, oh, thank so, you. And thank you for thank you for the opportunity. Yes, thank you very much. And you know what, summer is a rock star. Thank you. So, all right, yeah. thanks, and we'll see everybody <laughs> next week on our next episode. <laughs> You've been listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author, change agent, and strategic vision coach, Sarah Box. You can grab the show notes and find out how to work with Sarah at sarahbox.com forward slash no labels, no limits podcast. We'd love this podcast to reach as many people as possible. So please remember to rate, leave a five-star review and share the podcast with someone you think would get value from this conversation. Until next time, keep taking those daily action steps to align your purpose to your principles and achieve your goals in business and life.